This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Essentially, the, the, a daily, the daily chore is a set strategy that Jason Greystone created, right? And, and we understand that strategies can work um, on their own. And in the strategy, it uses moving averages. And, and the idea is that you have your moving averages out here. Um, they're going to give you the directional bias for the signal, right? If you're above the moving average, uh, you're looking for bullish opportunities. Below the moving average, looking for bearish opportunities, stuff like that. Um, they're going to help you set up your trade. So they're going to be used for a directional bias when the market extends and then pulls back into a moving average. And the confusion that happened on the chat was that, well, which do we use, Akil, right? If you guys have been through the foundation course, you know, we talk about how to identify a trade, a trend, new structure high, outside return, new structure high principles, all that fun stuff, right? You guys familiar with that three point move? Initial structure high, pullback, new structure high. You need that three-point move to determine a trend, right? And that's how we teach you in the beginning, right? But then you go to a specific strategy and now all of a sudden saying, well, wait a minute, moving average, moving average, moving average. And, and the question that the trader has was, well, which do I pay attention to? You know, Do I pay attention to the moving average thing? Because this is brand new. You never mentioned this before in your training. It's kind of only brought up now in, in this type of strategy. Or do I follow the principles that I've been used to, that I've been training on, that I've been practicing? Or do I put the two together? Do we need to have that actual trend from the foundation course plus the moving average thing? And it was a lot of a lot of confusion there. And the bigger the bigger point that um, we made this morning was that, and, and in general in trading, right? <laughs> Joe said just focus on one trade, yeah, and, and that's key. That's key. Um, in general, in trading, right, is there a wrong or a right to anything? Is there a right way to identify the trend? No. Is there a wrong way to identify the trend? No. Is there a single way to identify a trend? No. Is there a single way to identify a candlestick formation, right? There's, is there a single strategy that works, a single directional bias, counter trend, trend continuation? No, right? There's no single way to do anything. It, it, it is... It is, you know, there are certainly wrong ways to do stuff, right? But wrong and right are defined by your numbers, right? Or defined by you. Wrong is Nick doing something he's not supposed to do. Nick just popped in, so I'm going to pick on him. Right is Bobby doing what he's supposed to do. And hopefully Bobby, you know, right for Bobby is something that is testable, verifiable, repeatable, and has an edge, right? So, you know, if, if Bobby's trading something and his historical backtesting came back negative, it's still technically right if bobby is trading it it's just you got to question bobby for trading something that is proven to not profit but the point is right 
there's no right or wrong. There, there are different approaches, and it's important that we understand it. And I just put out a podcast yesterday about this, about kind of, um, I think it was called um, The More Knowledge You Have, The Less You Have to Backtest. And, and it was kind of taking you through the journey of kind of how I went from my fixed mindset to growth mindset to fixed mindset to growth mindset, the back and forth. And as a trader, when I first started trading, I, 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 was, I was taught a certain way, Right. Or even this, I came into trading with a certain idea of what I thought it was, right? And I had a very fixed mindset. This is what trading is, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear anything else, right? I failed miserably, and that allowed me to have a growth mindset, right? A growth mindset is where you're open to new opinions, you're growing, you're open to learning. And I, and I learned and discovered all this new stuff, right? And then after that growth mindset, what do you think happened? If you heard the if you heard the podcast, you know, right? I went back to a fixed mindset. Why? Because in trading, you have to be, and this is where it's tough. You've got to be pretty stubborn, right? George trades a very specific strategy, right? George may be, and George is online. Let's say George is online. He did a post the other day talking about um, engulfing candles or something like that, right? Let's say that someone comes in and says, "Well, George, you know what? That's not an engulfing candle." George has to have that kind of stubbornness, that fixed mindset to be like, no, this isn't a golfing candle. This is how I define it. I don't care what blah, 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 Pipmeister43 says. This is what it is for me, right? Does it make sense how you have to have that stubbornness to kind of, because there's so many people, so many, so much stuff out there, right? And and most of it is junk, right? Most of it is someone that has no idea what they're talking about. Um, but if you don't have that confidence in yourself, you're going to get sucked into being like, well, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's not a, engulfing candle maybe i'm wrong and and then what happens when george sees it in the market right he's not confident about his engulfing candle he hesitates on the signal he misses a good trade so you have to have that fixed mindset and we see that and that's, that's not a negative right you you get to a point in trading where you learn something and many of you guys that are coming here at tier one you're either we're either teaching you for the first time or we're reprogramming you and you're set you're set in your ways of saying hey i'm fully dedicated to how these guys teach this is how I'm going to look at the market. I don't care what is happening on all these other sites. This is how I'm looking at it. And that's a very fixed mindset. And what happens with that is when you, in, in the case of our example of this, when you have that fixed mindset, and your initial structure high, outside return, new structure high. Initial structure high, outside return, new structure high, right? You're, you're, you're so locked in on, on this one way of thinking. All of a sudden, you see something else where it's like, hey, moving average defining the trend. You're like, whoa, whoa, hey, 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 hold up. Wait, wait, what, what? you're throwing me a curveball and what makes it harder is this is from someone you trust it's not just from a rand a rando on the internet this is you know this is us on tier one trading saying this and, and, and it's confusing and then you start to think well is it this or is it that can it be both can i have a the foundation principles but then the daily chore principles one or the other and joe mentioned this earlier what's important is that we have to understand that these are two separate ways of analyzing the market right the way that is taught with this, with the daily chore strategy where we're using the moving averages and we don't really use moving averages. I think Jason uses them in maybe one other strategy he teaches, but they're really not used in anything that we teach, right? You have to separate them, right? I think the the the, the trend, trend continuation one, right? We're actually gonna talk about that today. I believe that's the other one. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but you gotta look at them as completely different. You got to look at, you got to address all of his daily strategies. You got to look at this as being, hey, 
for this specific strategy, the daily chore and the other ones that George mentioned, right? The rules for this strategy say that I'm using the moving averages to define my trend, right? No different than an advanced pattern formation, right? I'll give you a good example. An 886 Fibonacci retracement, right? Very important for me as far as the bat pattern goes, right? Because that is that, that designates my entry, right? Have you guys ever seen me use an 886 aside from a bat pattern? It's not important to me. It's not a Fibonacci retracement I value. And you can say, well, how come you value it with the bat pattern, but you don't value it with anything else? Because I value it in how it's specific to that pattern. We can do the same thing for the cipher pattern. We know how to cipher forms where in order to have a cipher, we actually have to break a previous, right? A previous level, a previous outside return. And I've told this story many times about how I hated the cipher, right? In any other type of price action movement, that move, I'm, no, I'm not looking to get involved in that move. But with the cipher, I am because it's very specific to that strategy. And we have to be willing to separate the two and, and, and know exactly what we're using each tool for. Right? We use the hammer to do this job. We use a screwdriver to do this job. When we start trying to use a hammer like a screwdriver and a screwdriver like a hammer, things can get kind of funky and we can get confused or we won't get the job done. Um, so that's, that's first and foremost the bigger picture. Yeah.